0: Thanks for joining me on iHeartRadio and the tech of sports this week. And the beach volleyball season, the AVP tour, is well underway. Heading to Atlanta here in about a week. And great to be joined by Zana Muno, uh, one of the stars of the tour. And Zana, I know you're busy. Thanks for coming on. And uh, I know you guys are excited to get to uh, the venue in Atlanta. Yeah, thank you so much for
1: having me. Yeah, we're so excited. Atlanta is definitely one of our favorite places to play on tour
0: yeah great venue there the crowd really gets into it uh the night matches are fun and uh you always got to deal with a little heat and humidity uh in the south here
1: yeah definitely we're all hopping in the sauna all week so we can try and prepare for that humidity because we're definitely not used to that in california um but yeah the the night matches are definitely something that makes Atlanta is so special. Um, playing under the lights is such a rare thing for beach volleyball, so it's such a fun environment that we're not used to, and we all love it. Yeah, it also is a whole lot cooler, which
0: is nice. It's a little bit cooler at night. The nice view of the uh, the downtown skyline in the background, and uh, you don't you don't get that at most beaches.
1: No, not at all. The, the venue itself is just like so special and. It is definitely pretty darn warm, but um, I think it's kind of a different look for us And getting to be in the middle of the city. Um, It's so fun. And just even the stadiums and the setup, it's all really well done. And it's like our favorite player tent also. You know, the food's so good. Uh, So, yeah, Atlanta's really well done all the way across the board.
0: Yeah, great little venue there. Uh, with zana muno and uh, she uh competed in both indoor and beach volleyball u c l a uh won beach uh national titles there back to back and uh, played a bunch of sports while growing up uh why the gravitation zana to volleyball out of all the sports out there um yeah I definitely
1: played them all and I tried them out all the way through high school um i think that I don't know, beach volleyball specifically, one, you're on the beach like 90% of the time, which is pretty hard to beat, and, you know, for that being our job that we have to go to work to every day, is really special, and I fell in love with that aspect, but I also just love the chess part of it, you know, there's just two of us out there, and it's such a unique sport in that way, you know, there's a lot of individual sports, and there's a lot of team sports, but there's not a lot that's just two people, Um, and it's really just a chess match, like, how are we as a team of two without a coach near us going to, Every play, like what move are we going to make and how are they going to react? And it's just like, it's such a mental game as well as so physically demanding. And I just think it's just such a good mix.
0: Yeah, if so ne- I kind of fell in love with that. Yeah, if you've never been to an AVP uh, event, get out there and and see it and there's a lot of strategy involved like you just kind of touched on how do you guys prepare do you watch film study videos ahead of time i know you talk you talk with your coach and and amongst yourself but how do you, uh, do you any specific technology you use in, in preparing for a tournament or a match
1: yeah we definitely watch a ton of film film's a really big part of the sport but i think also um it's a really small group of people you know there's 20 plus girls um on the girl side and 20 guys and the guy side who are at the top and who are constantly competing against each other and so you really get to know each other really well um and it's so we you know what their skills are you know what their strengths are you know their weaknesses and it's kind of just how can you play best based on your strengths and weaknesses so i think because it's such a small group of people we really know each other pretty well and it's just who shows up
0: You had another person that should know everybody really well as your coach. One of the, I find one of the interesting dynamics is to watch uh, uh, the teams that have coaches at the back of the, uh, at the back of the court. Uh, some of the coaches are really engaged. Some are just kind of laying there in the sun. It looks like with a, with a hat on and, and getting yeah. sun. Um, how important is the coach and uh, what kind of dynamics, how can a coach help you in a tough match?
1: Well, it's kind of a newer thing. I think everybody's still trying to figure it out. Just now, recently, in the past two years, coaches are allowed to be on the court with you yep. and talk to you in between quizzes, which that historically through beach volleyball has never been a thing. Um, and so I think we're all kind of trying to figure out the balance of how much should they help and how much the players should have ownership um, of you know the game and the strategy. But I think it's always still so helpful just to have extra eyes sometimes you know if things are going south you just don't really know but the extra eyes can be so helpful um but ultimately they can't play so it's just the, the little bits of information that they can give us to enlighten us in the middle of a match
0: what what do you as Zana look for in a coach are you looking for somebody that you get along with somebody that's going to be uh kind of hard driving and, and tough on you uh what, what what traits are you looking for in a coach
1: think yeah i mean you do have to get along with them you do spend a lot of time with them you travel the world with them um and so getting along is important but i think mostly somebody who's going to hold me accountable and somebody who's going to want who sees the best in me and who's going to want to find that and continue to push me to to reach the best that i can be somebody who like believes in me and is going to push me to my limits is something that i always look for
0: yeah we're having a great talk here with zana muno as we uh uh, approach uh, the, the beach volleyball season in full swing and coming to Atlanta for the big uh, event here in Atlanta. Uh, as important as a coach, or more important, Zana is your partner. You've had a bunch of them over the years. Um, I know it's sometimes it's musical chairs when it comes to partners. But what are you looking for? And uh, I mean, what's what's been your story with all the different partners? Yeah,
1: I definitely have- lot of partners I think I'm almost notorious for that now um I definitely it's not an ideal situation I think that I've been lucky to play with a lot of great players because I've been flexible but ultimately somebody who's committed just as much as I am is what I'm really looking for um obviously I want a blocker I want somebody who's physical but I think to me more than anything is somebody who like has the drive and who's going to show up every day ready to work um because it is a really self-servant sport you know we don't have contracts we don't have You know, legal obligations to show up
0: to practices, you know, we have to hold ourselves accountable. And so that's the biggest thing for me. Yeah, it's, I know it's very critical to get somebody that you're uh, personality wise and skill wise that you jive with, uh, with Zana Muno. And uh, uh, 2023 is an important year here, Zana, but 2024 is even more important as an Olympic year. I'm I'm confused every time I read the Olympic qualifying. uh, endeavors that you have to go through. Um, are you uh, are you actively? Is is the, is the Olympics your one of your goals? And the uh, qualification process has given me a headache. Yeah,
1: it, it gives everybody headaches, including the players. But for twenty twenty four, it is not something that is on my radar. I wish it was, but um, it's not for now. But for twenty twenty eight, it's definitely my goal for us LA. But the qualification process basically it starts 18 months prior to the Olympics. So it started in January of this year. Um, And it's your best 10 finishes over that course of that 18 months up until the Olympics. Um, And so every different tournament has different point values and whatever finish you get, you get a certain amount of points. Um, And so the hard part is, is that, you know, we could end up with five teams in the top 25, which is who goes to the Olympics, but only two per country. So for us, it's, even harder, and right now we have um, Sarah and Kelly, and they're like our number one US team. And then they're also the number two team in the world. And then the number three team in the world is Taryn and Kristen. Um, and so to beat them, not only do you have to be in the top twenty-five, but you have to be in the top three in the world. Um, so for the US, it definitely is very cutthroat. But we always, you know, have a good showing at the Olympics. So I think it's pretty awesome.
0: Yeah, we wish all the Americans good luck. Where would an Olympic medal? Uh, Zana, where would that sit on your mantle? Would that be uh, front and center? <laughs>
1: um, I'm not really one for collecting those kinds of things and putting too much, um, you know, value into that kind yeah. of stuff. But I think more than anything, it would be number one in my heart. I think I would just be so proud. And you know, it is a lot of work to pursue your dreams professionally, and so I think just it would be a visual representation of yeah. all the work and all of the emotions that have gone into sports over my lifetime
0: yeah we're wrapping up here with zana and uh you're you're more than a beach volleyball player zana you uh you have activities and interests outside of volleyball uh is it true that you're a chicken rancher
1: (laughs) yeah it is i during i got chickens in college and then i got some more during covid um and yeah the whole farming and the food industry is something i'm super passionate about and after volleyball when i have more time it's something that i really want to share with the world is just like educating on the food system and where our food comes from.
0: Now I've been to Hermosa Beach. I've never seen a chicken ranch in Hermosa Beach. So i <laughs> i I d I don't know <laughs> exactly where you're I don't know where not. you're hiding that.
1: <laughs> no, it's not. My parents have a little bit of property up near Santa Barbara. So that's where I was during COVID and I built a chicken coop and we have the chicken
0: that's more uh, chicken country up there. So,
1: uh Yeah, definitely. What uh
0: what about goal? I don't know if you're a big goal person or not. What about goals for the rest of this year and uh and AVP-wise, uh it's a it's a grind and the competition is tough. Um you've done so well. Uh wh- where do you think it's we're going to head here in the rest of 2023?
1: I mean, I definitely want to win my first AVP. I've taken third six times. Twice in Atlanta, um, and I definitely just want to take that next step and uh, win my first AVP. So that's definitely the
0: goal for the season. Yeah, I'll be out there. Hopefully, I'll bring you some good luck. And uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, crowds are going to be fun, and they get behind you. I know you guys. Are, you get the, when the crowd gets behind you, that really ups the uh, the effort and, and the the play as well. So the the crowd definitely comes into play.
1: Totally, yeah. Their energy, I completely feel it, and I think anybody who says they don't feel it as crazy because to me it's like i live for that energy and that's like the moments that like you know we work so hard for so we definitely feel you guys
0: i know you do and uh, media it's a great event to cover media wise as well we'll see you out there and uh thanks for coming on
1: yeah thank you so much for having me excited to see you
0: yeah we'll see you soon
1: all right bye bye